0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to your D1T and 5 for Monday afternoon, January 18th, and let's jump right into today's biggest stories. We start, obviously, in Knoxville, where Tennessee has parted ways with head football coach Jeremy Pruitt after multiple serious NCAA recruiting violations occurred under his watch, and Athletic Director Phil Fulmer will retire. Fulmer will stay on until his replacement is selected. During a press conference today, UT Chancellor Don D. Plowman saying, quote, it was stunning the number of people involved, as I said in my comments, and the number of incidents. So yes, that was shocking. That's partly what you see in the level of actions that were taken today. What our council has told us is we're looking at level 1 and level 2 violations. I don't know yet exactly how many, or exactly the specifics of it. In the interim, former Auburn defensive coordinator and new Vols defensive assistant Kevin Steele will serve as acting head coach, and Deputy AD and Chief Operating Officer Reed Sigmund will step in as acting athletic director. Parker Athletic Search will assist the Vols in finding the new AD and head football coach. In financial ramifications, the Knoxville News Sentinel's Blake Topmeyer reports UT will not pay Jeremy Pruitt his $12.6 million buyout in full, and Football Scoop's John Bryce reports that Fulmer will receive a buyout but will not continue to receive his $150,000 retention bonuses, the first of which he collect on December 31st. As for who may replace Fulmer, the SEC Network's Paul Feinbaum reports Tennessee may have already identified its next AD, saying, I don't know who it is, but that will not be a mystery for long. Based on what I heard from one person, they feel really good about it, so I think you'll hear a new AD's name pretty quickly. CBS's Dennis Dodd, suggests Virginia Tech athletic director with Babcock, Texas Tech's Kirby Hokut, North Texas's Ren Baker, Arkansas State's Terry Mahajer, East Carolina's John Gilbert, Florida Atlantic's Brian White, New Mexico's Eddie Nunez, Clemson's Graham Neff, UAB's Mark Ingram, and Georgia State's Charlie Cobb. The Knoxville News Sentinels' Mike Wilson offers his own list that includes Gilbert, Ingram, Austin P. Athletic Director Gerald Harrison, Middle Tennessee State Senior Associate AD David Blackburn, Tennessee State AD Mickey Allen, Louisiana Athletic Director Brian Maggard, East Tennessee State Athletic Director Scott Carter, and Acting AD Reed Sigmund. Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty throws out South Carolina number two, Chance Miller, as someone Tennessee should talk to. Elsewhere, with the name, image, and likeness legislation on hold, schools around the country are approaching the issue differently, as sports business journalist Michael Smith points out some, overwhelmed by COVID-19 challenges, are taking a wait-and-see approach, while others, such as Oregon State, have issued RFPs for third-party consultants. Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith says the Buckeyes aren't to the point of tapping a third-party just yet, but they have interviewed consultants. Smith submits that the NCAA's original timeline had student athletes set to engage in commercial activity by the fall semester, but saying now with a Supreme Court ruling coming in June, it's more likely that the NCAA will attempt to create an NIL marketplace in phases this fall, which could spill over into 2022. Vanderbilt is opting out of the remainder of its women's basketball season, The USA Today's Steve Berkowitz reports new Marshall head football coach Charles Huff's four-year deal will pay him $750,000 annually. In additional personnel notes, according to Football Scoop, LSU will name New Orleans Saints assistant coach Ryan Nielsen as its next defensive coordinator. Cincinnati is expected to name Michigan State assistant coach Mike Tressel as its new defensive coordinator. In an email sent last week to student athletes and coaches, the Ivy League indicated it is uncertain whether spring sports will occur writing, Unfortunately, the current trends of the virus have not improved and in fact have gotten worse. Students should understand that there must be significant changes in the state of the pandemic before competition becomes feasible and that a number of factors are outside institutional control. Should competition become feasible this term, it will, at best, result in an abbreviated and likely curtailed competition season. The Big South reaffirmed its commitment to playing a football season this spring. Charleston Southern, Gardner-Webb, Kennesaw State, Monmouth and Robert Morris will play a four-game league schedule and up to four non-conference games with a league champion, representing the Big South in the postseason. In COVID-19 updates, South Carolina head men's basketball coach Frank Martin is back with the team and will travel to Columbia for the Gamecocks matchup with Missouri. Oregon men's basketball has resumed activities, and most of the Richmond men's basketball team has been cleared to practice. The entire roster is expected to be cleared this week, and the Spiders plan to play LaSalle on Saturday. And that is all for your d one and 5 for Monday afternoon, January 18th. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a five-star review, and we'll be back here bright and early tomorrow morning.